Hey everybody, welcome to the next exciting episode of this Xbox Life. This is episode number 159, Dead Space Marine Island. My name's Rob, I'm also known as Presar on uh, Xbox Live Free, or Xbox Free, whatever you want to call it. And with me today I've got... Uh, Two wonderful hosts here. First one is Wingman709. Hey! What's up? What up, I'm what up? I'm back, I'm back. Back, live, and in effect. And then also, today, we have Mr. August. Mr. August? Isn't it Mr. September? It is Mr. September. It is Mr. September. <laughs> yeah, fix your show notes. It says September right there. Look at it. It does. It does now. <laughs> With us today, we have Mr. September. Mr. I'm slightly camouflaged. Fantastic. Yes. It's, uh, it, you had it encrypted. That was it, right? Yes. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is uh, Mudtastic. What up, what up? Good to have you on the show. Woohoo! <laughs> and, uh, I guess uh, we're going to go into uh, a little bit of detail later on as to how this uh, this show got named. But uh, first thing I guess we can do is start off and uh, talk about you, Mister September. How do you ooh, like that? I feel like ooh, under the spotlight. And you are the the virtual spotlight. The virtual spotlight. Okay. So should I just? Oh, do you want to ask me questions? Um. Yeah, yeah, we'll go through and we'll alternate. We'll we'll do the usual format that we got, and you know you can uh, give us as much or as little info as as you want for these, and uh, you can start off with uh, you know the usuals, uh, name, age, serial, number, rank, location, all that good stuff. Give you my offshore accounts in Switzerland. Yeah, if you got those. Okay. You can just text those to us though. Yeah. Oh, just. That's not the a giveaway. Privacy concerns, you know, we don't want you to give those out over the internet. Uh, oh, so my name is Mudtastic. Uh, my name is uh, my actual name is Colin Mud. I'm 37. I'm from I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, originally from St. Louis, though, so I'm kind of a Midwesterner living in the South. And uh, I have a wonderful wife and two kids. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, Raleigh's really nice. I've been there a couple times. Lots of it trees. Nice. Lots of I trees. I like it a lot. I like, yes. I think that's one of the things I like so much more about that than living in St. Louis. Actually, the, the whole East Coast, that's the thing that, I mean, I, I grew up pretty much my entire life in the Chicago area. So the one thing that I always notice whenever I fly out east anywhere, I mean, up north, eastern, you know, so, not so much the southeast, but there's so many trees. It's like a forest everywhere. If you have a forest, I have a forest where I live, like right behind me and stuff. It separates me from other people. It's nice. It's nice to have space. Yes. Yeah. Not to hear other people. I can play my games as loud as I want. I was just going to say. <laughs> as far as I can keep my kids asleep. So um, are you a Panther fan? Uh, I actually am a Ram fan more and than I am a Panther fan. Okay, that's good. Still. So uh, the defeat of the Panthers by the... Uh... Arizona Cardinals today won't impact a, a later question, huh? <laughs> I cried my tears. They're done. 
All right. So, uh, what con- well, what consoles have you owned in your gaming history? Uh, so, I, I mean, growing up in the eighties, I uh, I started out with uh, an Atari um, when I was uh, when I was young, and I remember having ET on the old Atari, uh, oh, walking them around man. trying to find. That was like that was like the best worst game ever. Yes, like you wanted it so bad, but it was so bad. It was horrible. You didn't know what the (laughs) hell you were doing. You walked the poor ET around, and you didn't. What am I supposed to do here? There's something playing in the middle. There was a square, and I think that was uh, the the little radio message thing. But you didn't know what was going to do. You just walked ET around. Yep. Couldn't phone home. Other things, uh, Nintendo, I think that was a big system for me. Uh, played a lot of, um, I played some Final Fantasy on that uh, way back when. Um, the old Square style and, you know, Super Mario Brothers. And this is when the hockey came out. Was it on Nintendo? I can't remember what some of the first. No, it wasn't Nintendo. It was a different system. I can't remember what I had, but um, that was. Uh, Graphics or yeah, it might have been the Genesis actually. Um, I remember having friends over and all night long playing, um, playing hockey. We played hockey, and the best part about the hockey game was getting in the fights. We just run into each other, and it would just get a fight going, and you you, you box each other. Um, and then I had kind of a break. I went to a computers pretty much after that when I went into college, um, and played Doom. And uh, some of the games like that, that got that was big uh, for me. Or, you know, something I could play for a little bit in between studying and everything and until I got out of college and I had a PlayStation. And I didn't get to a PlayStation 2. Uh, I didn't get an Xbox. I didn't have original Xbox. I just then got into Xbox 360 because um, I was tired of being behind. And so I finally kind of got into that and um, never wanted anything else. I think that's always been. I think I'm probably happiest with my Xbox 360. Cool. All right, Rob. Oh, man, mute button. All right, what are you? I think we have that like every week. I yeah. just have. We need to have like a button that we go beep, just to, you know. <laughs> that's your reminder to unmute. Yeah. <laughs> So, what uh, are your favorite games, or what is your favorite game currently? Um, favorite games I like uh, for on the system. I like the first-person shooters and the third-person shooters, Gears of War. Um, really liking some of the stuff we're going to be talking about today. Um, I like role-playing games too. I like a lot of the stuff. <laughs> I don't really have really anything that I don't like. I don't play as many sport games. Um, Probably the only sport game I play from time to time is uh, NHL, but I'll play anything else. And I think that when, if you look at my pre-order list, I have a, I have a lot of everything that's coming out, or at least I want to get a little uh, everything that's coming out because uh, whether it's the um, that RPG that's coming out in November, I can't even think of the title of it now. Um, but that, or you know, you got Gears of War coming out at the end of the month and Rage and. Oh, I like all that stuff. Um, I'm also a big. I like board games as well. I know PSR is a is a board game player. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of people. To, yeah, I know. I don't have a lot of people that play board games with me. I 
I grew up uh, not uh, playing. I had a good group of high school folks. Did RPGs. Um, did some Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Love that stuff. Um, oh yeah. Did Axis and Allies. Really liked Axis and Allies. One of my favorite board games, I think, of all time. And uh, that's hardcore uh, stuff there. That is Talisman. Played <laughs> oh, Talisman. Nice. Yeah, Talisman's one of my old favorites. Uh, uh, so I like. I'm looking forward to the Gears of War thing coming out too. The Gears of War board game. I like to check that out. So I have a wide. I have a wide area of games I like to play. I'm like I'm a game player. Played tabletop games has always been a favorite of mine too. I played War Machine as well as Warhammer 40k. Um, wow. For about 10, 12 years, I played that stuff. And I like to paint the models and put them together. And I was just um, going to ask you. You can good? actually if. Oh, go ahead. Uh, are you good at painting them? Um, if you look up at the Chicago, uh, if you look up my name, you might be able to find me. I won a tournament in Chicago for Best Army, uh, one of the games days that they had there. Um, so with the Games Workshop stuff, I've always, I'm not, I spend time with it, and I'm, I, I like to get into the details and the delicate stuff, and um, I enjoy it, but not as great as some of the people out there who can actually make money off of it, but I, I can I can usually hold my own. For your game in November, are you talking about Elder Scrolls? Yes, Elder Scrolls. I'm looking forward to that. I just can't remember it. <laughs> There's so many that just flood my mind. I gotta keep track of everything. Yeah. Um, so, what game do you most want to play in in the next year? So, up through the holiday season of 2012. Well, what's okay. what's on the radar that you really really want to play? Um, uh, oh man, <laughs> Elder Scrolls. <laughs> no, not Elder Scrolls. It's not Elder Scrolls. It's the um the uh, the underwater bio bio BioShock. Oh, BioShock. Bio yeah, that is probably I the first and second one are probably some of my favorite games, and I cannot wait to see that the air the air area the air kingdom or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, that looks incredible to me. I like that style of gameplay too. I, the first-person shooter is right up my alley, and it's always so pretty. And they do such a nice job with that. Cool. Okay. How did you come up with your gamer tag? Well, I used to be Mud C1973, and that didn't seem to go over very well because people kept yelling at me about my age when I was playing on uh, <laughs> Call of Duty or whatnot. I said, "Oh, that's probably just your age. You're just an old man." And so I was like, "I got to get a new name." Um, so I tried to be positive about it. I was like, you know, I'm not going to be fantastic. I'll be mudtastic. So I was, um, and that was available. So I went ahead with mudtastic, and I've only had that for about a, a year, year and a half now. But uh, that's how I kind of came with it. I got tired of my old one, then I paid the 800 Microsoft points to change it, which was kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you got to have a name that uh, works for you. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't like being called out as an old man either. So. <laughs> <laughs> They get aggressive on the Call of Duty stuff. Man, you, you they start talking the smack, and you try to say something back, they just they get all over you. Yeah, those 12-year-olds are pretty brutal. <laughs> you keep saying that in your head, but then they get there, and they're just the little whiny voices and stuff, and it gives you nightmares. They wake up as the other, like a sickness almost. They're like, oh, my God, little kids all over the place. <laughs> All right, so what do you like about the show, and what would you change to make it better? 
Um, I I got to this Xbox Live because I was uh, as I've been getting older, as thirty seven. Um, I was looking for some looking for a group of people that I felt comfortable hanging out with and I could spend time with because I like video games. And I went to a number of different sites and I think and I've heard people say this before too is that the community um, is really really good at um, this Xbox Life and just getting the chance to play with some of the different people and um, I mean even with Dead Island as a new game came out I played with a number of uh, different people from the community and I've had a good time and uh, really enjoyed everybody's company and I think that's probably my favorite thing is that the quality of people uh, of the Six Spot Life and the Achievement Hounds uh, is it's astounding and uh, really appreciate that and it's kind of where I've tried to um, then take the time and participate and try to be uh, involved so I can help as well as um, be able to take part in uh, what's going on. Uh, what would I change? Um, there's got to be some way. I think people have mentioned this before too, but about uh, the Friday Night Lives being able to organize that or try to uh, um, make that a little bit more um, cooperative or organized. I don't I don't know how best to describe it, but it seems to be more of a who's on and putting um, in play. I know there's been a couple of times where I think it's been very successful that. Uh, I even mentioned before that uh, Brun did something earlier and then uh, Wingman, you did something later and uh, it kind of had a, a flow to it and it worked really well. Um, if there's a little bit more um, planning around that, maybe that would help to make Friday Night Life uh, a little bit more successful. Yeah, it's, that's a tough one. It's, I mean, you got people from yeah, so many is. different time zones, and we've had complaints from people that are in Europe. It's like, why, you know, we get started, and it's the middle of the night there. It's 3 or 4 in the morning when we're starting. and it's, So it makes it really hard, and everybody's doing different things. and So it has turned into kind of like, well, you know we're going to be on. <laughs> so, But uh, it's it, that's one of our hardest things. I'm not sure what we can do to try to improve that, but. I think that kind of helps to also point out the fact that you have people that really want to participate, that they they want to be involved, and they're they're looking for um, they're looking for that opportunity um, to be able to participate with all the other people that are out there. So it's a good thing to have. It's it's just finding the best way to manage that. Yeah, we'll have to see what we can do in that arena. So. Because it's definitely okay. a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun playing with our community members, and it's typical. I mean, that's typically the only people I play with are people from this community, and they're you are right. I mean, the people that I've run across that listen to the show and are, are in this community are outstanding people to play with. Um, you just, it's just great. So, kudos to all you listeners. You guys rock. <laughs> so. All right, Rob. Okay. And uh, the last and final question, and uh, I don't remember if this is still optional or not, but we'll ask it anyway. <laughs> Who is your favorite host? No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Well, answer, I think answer it, now. Answer now. <laughs> Got to give it to you. Um, I've played, uh, I've had the opportunity to play with both Brun and um, 
with uh, Wingman, and I've had um, good sessions with both, but I think it really comes down to who do you feel comfortable with stabbing in the back and who do you don't. Um, <laughs> I have to say, I feel really comfortable with stabbing Wingman in the back. Um, he he could take it just as good as anybody, I suppose. Um, so I have to say my uh, – and I play, play the most with Wingman um, over the Xbox – so uh, I would probably have to say that, yes, the favorite host would have to go to Mr. Wingman709. See, now I thought so, you were going to say Braun because I figured he might stab <laughs> me in the back again. <laughs> oh, he he like, can take stabbing in the back. I'll say Braun is my favorite host. <laughs> we see that's why I was leading it up. I was trying to keep you keep you guessing and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All righty. Well, we're glad to have you on this month. And um, Oh, it's my pleasure. Just want to go uh, real quick uh, reminder that we are looking for game reviewers. So we've had some new games out. If you want to share it, you just post it right up. You can create a login on our website and you can post a story, post your review. Um, just follow the format that we have in the forums. There's a format there we ask you to follow. And um, review only uh, retail games, please. Uh, if you, for some reason, are allowed to, uh, or if you're in a beta or something and you are not on a NDA and you want to review it, you must put in print that you are reviewing a beta copy, not a retail copy. So, um, all right. But uh, we're looking for people to add their, their thoughts and stories and what they like or dislike. So there's been a lot of good games out. Now, before we get into what we've been playing, I wanted to discuss something and if you gentlemen want to click on that link, there was a post that was, has actually caused a lot of controversy on our site a little while back. And it doesn't look like it from what you see on the site. But I have heard from others that several people in the community are very mad at me, actually, which I was really surprised. At you? At me, yeah. They, they think I was being Whoa. Um, yeah, really ticked off. Um and I really don't understand why, but I was going to take a minute and I'll take a minute here to try to let those people know. Maybe maybe it'll sound better if I say it in person, or you know, um, maybe it'll make things worse. I don't know. But if you recall, Moronic Cow recently posted up a story. Says someone helped me gamer score addiction taken to extreme level, and he posted a story that he has purchased a Japanese console. And he has purchased some Japanese titles and stuff. And, and this is all strictly for the purpose of Gamerscore. And so that was kind of, that was the whole point of his post. And um, it's kind of funny because he's like, you know, first of all, he says, somebody help me Gamerscore addiction taken to extreme level. So his title is like basically screaming out for help, right? But that's not what his story is. His story, I mean, he's very happy with what he what he purchased and that he's got this and he's able to play Japanese games and imports and stuff like that. And um, and I think he probably will end up buying a PAL box, too, uh, probably somewhere down the road. But um, anyways, I wrote a comment back to him, and several people did. But... Um, I'm going to read mine, and I'd like to know what you guys think if I came off wrong or – because I'm really surprised that anyone could take this any other way than I meant it. But here's what I wrote. Kyle, I worry that you are missing out on some amazing games. The bad part about achievements is that you can become addicted. 
then you are playing for meaningless points and not for the enjoyment of the game. So I guess you need to ask yourself, are you a gamer or or an addict to meaningless points? And before all you hounds start flaming me and saying you enjoy all those crap games, ask yourself this. If you did not get any points for My Horse and Me in Hannah Montana, would you have played them? If your answer is no, then you are addicted to points and the actual game no longer matters. What does your gamer score actually stand for at this point when you have done stuff like Fallout 3 PC? You got all those points, but you never even played the game. What is the point of that? Again, not slamming anyone, just answering your question from another point of view. I used to crave those points. I was addicted to hearing the achievement sound, but one day I realized, what am I, what am I, what am I writing here now? Oh, I'm sorry. But one day I realized what I'm writing here now. So I speak from experience. Don't miss out on amazing gaming moments simply for points that don't matter. And then I had a link to olgaanon.org, which is Online Gamer Anonymous. (laughs) <laughs> oh, is that what that is? I never yeah, clicked on that. It's online game. Which I now okay, before I go into before I say anything or comment on that. What do you guys see? Because I was really surprised. Now nobody posted anything negative at me in the sto- in the story. In fact there were several people. There was well, let's see. Um, Tony Stark said he hundred percent agreed with me. Niacin wrote, I think he was, um, I'm not going to, but I believe he was kind of like, yeah, you know, it's it's tough because, well, I'll just say he says it's tough because although, as you say, it shows how hardcore you are, but only for points, really the only people appreciate how many Disney games you have completed are other achievement hunter, hunters uh, and the rest of the gaming community doesn't understand. So, I mean, it's, he didn't really say, he was just having a little comment there. It, it, his was... Um, enjoy your free time. That is all that matters. So, you know, if that's what you want, he was saying, you know, if you like going for points, it's your hobby, enjoy it. That's all that matters. It doesn't doesn't matter if you're doing it for points or for the games or not. Um, but there were people who didn't post that I guess were really, really PO'd at me and um, went to Kyle about it. And Kyle talked to me actually several times. <laughs> we had a discussion again the other day about it um, because he didn't take it that I was slamming him or being rude to him. But I guess several people in the achievement hound community did and thought I was trying to bash him or that I was, you know, for whatever reason. So I'm just curious. Did you guys take it that that's what I was doing? I didn't. I, I read through yours um article that that day when you posted it and um i watched this um interesting because uh it is you know you're kind of expressing from your own point of view uh, what you think about gamer score and how it works and you know i had even thought the same thing about the title of his his article being that has you know someone help me he's really not wanting help it, it's kind of uh it's, it's an irony that he puts a yeah at himself but he recognizes, you know, that it's kind of crazy what he's doing. But at the same time, that's what he wants to do. Um, I had actually, I, I didn't want to. I kind of thought this was an interesting topic, and I, and I, that's why I posted in the, um, I believe it's in the 360 comments too, to kind of build off of this. You know, what does people think about gamers for? Uh, what does it mean to you particularly? Because I thought that was an interesting topic. Because for some people, it's it's about how hardcore you are. 
Um, but then other people, it, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Because I think you had even said it was on a, on a previous episode that the average gamer score for people is around 10,000 points, something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculously low. And it's amazing to see people who get over 100,000 and uh, that are pushing themselves to get that amount of points and to be able to say that I'm that I'm hardcore about gaming. And, uh, it, there's kind of a – people have their different thoughts. And uh, I didn't think that you were by any means. Um, I thought you were just sharing your thought on, on the whole thing, on the whole gamer score situation. And real quick – I mean, I, I pretty much agree with that also. And I mean, when I've known you for a long time, you know, I, I know how you are and, you know, how you act. And I don't think that, you know, there was any, you know, malicious intent or anything like that. And also with the way that, uh, you know, Kyle talked about it, you know, he was poking fun at himself. I mean, which, you know, a lot of people do. Or, you know, not poke fun at him, but, you know, they, they poke fun at themselves. And ultimately, I, I can see how people got upset about this, but I think it's that they took it wrong because, I mean, this whole thing with achievements and everything, its there's a, a term for it that's been around forever. I mean, especially with like Farmville and those games, it's called a compulsion loop where basically you you do something and you get a reward and then there's a new goal that's set and then you achieve, you achieve the new goal, you get a reward, and it continues. And that's exactly what happens with, you know, with, uh, you know, the, the gamer score stuff, because there's always like, oh, I got another 10, I got another 15, I got another 5. And you're always looking for that number to go up. And, I mean, it, it is kind of an addiction, but for most people, I think it's a harmless thing. And I don't know really if an addiction is, is the right way to put it, but... It's it's a pretty harmless thing, and I mean, if somebody's taking offense to it, does that mean that they themselves are kind of like worried about them being addicted? You know what I mean? Where well, I I don't even want to answer that because I, I know who I know. One particular person who was the Kyle came to me because he, he mm-hmm. told me who it was, and they have a very high gamer score, um, and that's cool. I mean, I yeah, I don't it, it, okay. Well, let me let me put it. This is what the point of my post is because I certainly don't want to make people mad even further by us discussing it. The reason I brought it up is I wanted to make sure I got my point across. All I was saying to Kyle was I've I've known Kyle since we you know we've been podcasting for five six years now, um, and I watched him go to him go from I really am excited about this game coming out in franchises that he loves and plays okay Mass Effects uh, you know Oblivion's and you know Ghost Recon's and you know the, these games and the Halos and stuff that he loves okay. And I've watched him, and he even said to to me that um, that he has a couple games that he like that that fit that bill that he wants to play that he hasn't even uh, opened yet because they'll take too long to get the score. So he, you know, and that's all I'm saying is I, I feel that you're going to miss out on some great games like a Dead Island, which is not a gamer score a gamer score hound friendly game. This will take you. 
30 plus hours to get them all, all the achievements. And, and, and so you, you know, someone, he probably won't play this game because it's going to take him too long. And that's all I was saying is like, I think you're going to miss out on some awesome gaming because your, your, your hobby, your enjoyment of gaming has now been changed. Now it's there's, there's a different motivation. And in, in the, the, I think the achievement or points is kind of like a meta game where you, it, it's a game within a game because you want to get all your points. And on games that I really like, I do try to get as many achievement points as I can, and I'll go and do certain things in that game to try to get them. I'll go back and play it again, purposely trying to get that achievement. And I think that's cool because it, it lets me enjoy the game longer. It gives me more value for my money. But when and I used to be an achievement hound. I used to be someone that would buy, you know, get these games that give me the quick thousand. I've 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 worked my way through really horrible games, and it just hit me when I was like, man, I just can't do this anymore because I'm not enjoying it. I didn't enjoy just playing garbage games or kitty games or games that may still have been good games, but it's games that I have really no interest in. It's a style of game I don't care for. So my whole point was, Kyle, don't let the points take over so that that's all you're playing for because it looks to me like that's all he's doing. Um, don't miss out on these great gaming experiences that you're passing on because it's going to take you too long to get the gamer points. You know, um, but as Niacin said, if that's what you want to do and that's your hobby and your enjoyment, then I'm cool with that. I got nothing against Kyle. Um, you know, Kyle and I are friends, and we've been friends for a long time. Um, and, but, you know, and, and, and he knows that, and we've talked several times about it. And the whole point of the online gamer anonymous thing at the very end. I didn't even know when I was typing this up. I, I was thinking because of his title. I'm like, too bad there's not a Gamers Anonymous. And I'm like, well, I wonder if there is because I mean, <laughs> I've heard stories of people being addicted to gaming, and I kind of feel sometimes that I am because I will sit here and play and play and play when I probably should be doing something else. And so I looked it up, and it came up. So that was kind of a plug in, just is a humorous thing in response to the title of the story. Help, I need help. Well, here you go, Online Gamers Anonymous, you know. That was playing off of his whole thing. But, I mean, I can I can see how someone, if someone's really into that, which Achievement Hounds are, and that's cool, that they could take offense to it. And, and I told Kyle, I said, this is like politics. There's no way to win. You're going to have all these different opinions, and people are going to fight and get nasty. And, you know, my point was never to be nasty. It was just like, Kyle's a friend of mine. And I'm like, dude, just don't lose out. Don't miss these great opportunities because you're worried that you're going to not get points quick enough or something. And, you know, enjoy the gaming for the gaming. But if you enjoy the points for the points and that's what you want to do, then cool. That I have no problem with anybody that does that. So hopefully that clears up the post. And, and, and to those that were offended, please know there was no offense meant. If, if you're offended... It's of your own doing. <laughs> I mean, I, I really was no intent there to put anybody down, um, and hopefully you guys understand that. And, but, anywho, let's move on to what we've been playing. And, uh, Rob, you played a game this week. Actually, I, I played two games. I, I played a little bit more of Deus Ex, and uh, so I was still liking it. It's it's pretty cool. I 
it, what's interesting is that uh, I, I go through periods of uh, I don't know if you guys would ever get this. It's you know I'll be like sneaking somewhere you know behind some boxes and then I don't know what that happens. I kind my hands just kind of spaz out. Next thing I know, I'm standing on top of the box instead yeah. of like going around the corner. I'm like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> it's it's like got weird. Yeah, no, there's a weird kind of cover when you, you're supposed to hold the A button down to move around the cover, and I would find myself yeah. going over it a lot of times, or it wouldn't quite work out the way I wanted it to, and I, I'd be like in, right in front of the guys, I'm trying to sneak in front of them, like, oh, okay, restarting. Yeah, it's, you know, you're sneaking around, you're like listening to them talk, then all of a sudden it's like, hi guys, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> you're waving at them, hi. Oh, where'd he come sh- from? Don't shoot me. <laughs> But uh, it, it's a pretty cool game. Um, then uh, I also played some Dead Island. And, man, I, I don't know if I can do this game. I mean, I, I fired it up uh, yesterday a little bit. And, man, I I have problems with games that, like, have too good of an ambiance and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> it, the, it creeps me out, and I... I sometimes have to take a break. <laughs> I'm like, I got to put this down. I can't play it at night with headphones. I got to play it in the day with the windows open. <laughs> and hopefully so, hopefully nobody, not at home during the day when someone could potentially come home and walk oh, up behind you and put their hand on your shoulder, right? <laughs> that's right. What was that? Was that uh, Alien vs. Predator? Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Colin, when I first moved, uh, when I moved from Utah out to Chicago, I stayed with Rob for a a few weeks until I could get get my own place, and and he let me crash in his computer room. So I come home one day, and I walk in, and and he's sitting there in the room, and and his back is to the door, and he's playing Aliens vs. Predator on the PC with headphones on. And I just walk up, I put my my hand on his shoulder. (laughs) I thought he was going to wet himself. I think he, I think he separated his skin from his bones. <laughs> it was so funny. I, mean, I felt bad because I wasn't trying to scare him. I was just like, hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> it just scared the crap out of him. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we talked about that uh, show a week or two ago. I, I was telling Brun, you know, that, that there's that ambiance is like so crazy in that game, you know, if you've seen those alien movies and you're this marine and you're going around in these bases, there's like nothing there, then you go next level and it's all, all of a sudden everything's flashing, you got your your uh motion detector going off and you're like, I can't see anything. Dude, the sound of that motion tracker alone is yeah. enough to make you just you know, it, it, like if I was walking my house and all of a sudden I heard that, dude, I would freeze. And I, I, I get chills, man. It would give me chills. <laughs> That's when you need to go. You go. You go. You game over, man. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> no more. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. No. no okay. I, I, I got to ask one thing. Okay. So you're on this dead island. Why is it? That you're on an island, everybody's pretty much zombies or gone or whatever. Why do you have to collect money? <laughs> I mean, what's the point of that? I mean, it's just a game mechanic. <laughs> it's a stupid one. So that you can buy weapons. 
Well, everybody <laughs> thinks they're going to get off that island. You know, just, you know, oh, until we get rescued, until someone comes and saves us and stuff. And you're like, I'm thinking in my head, you know what? Nobody's getting off this island. We're all going to die. I'm just going to try to spend this money as best I can. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that's all I got. I'll, I'm definitely going to play some more Deus Ex. Uh, Dead Island, I'm going to give it some more time uh, during the day. <laughs> as much of a list as I am. And I did get uh, Gears of War, the board game. Uh, I started going through the, the manual for it. So hopefully I'll have something up by next week. Let's see a uh, little bit of a review on that. Yeah, I look forward to that. I'd like to see what that how that turns out. It is cool. I mean, it's just the artwork on it and the detail of the little miniatures. I mean, they're like little plastic eyes, but I mean, it, it's so cool. The, I've been following up on a couple things on it some reviews and things that other people have done. And I mean, it, it's, it's a cooperative game and there's a bunch of different missions. The only knock that they've done so far is that it's, there's, there's, it's more luck than it is strategy. And a lot of people are really into strategy. I'm into fun. So if it's fun, I don't care either way, but I'll, uh, I'll let you guys know next week. I want to cool. know, if if you're able to get the wife to play it, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's she, she's a work in progress with games and um, that is throw right. her the Gears of War train yet, huh? Yeah, it's it's that, that's too complex, <laughs> way too complex. I I, I tried uh, doing a, a very light like uh, resource management type of game today. Yeah, that did not go over well at all. Mm. So I, I got to stick to my little card games Alrighty. and slowly introduce stuff, but we'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, if she plays, let us know. <laughs> okay. Will do. I'll um, be all excited. All right. <laughs> Carcassonne is a good one. You can try Carcassonne. Uh, yeah, I tried that one too. It, did I, you? I, I, I got to try again. That one did not go over well either. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, my yeah I, I love that one too. She's uh she's been playing uh Dominion, which I think is actually reasonably complicated with how the card mechanics work, and there's one called Ascension. She likes that one. I'm not familiar with those. Yeah, Ascension's a, a newer card game. It's um I think it was done by one of the, the Magic the Gathering guys. But it, it's pretty cool. It's out on iOS right now for all my Apple people. Mm. You can play it out from uh, the store there. All right. Cool. All righty. Well, I played some Dead Island this week, um, and we'll go into that in more detail here shortly. Uh, played some Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine. We'll go into that in more detail later. Uh, I also tried out, man, what a horrible time to release an arcade game. Um, Crimson Alliance was the one Summer of Arcade title that I really wanted to see. Yeah. And I did download it. I did start it, but I just couldn't put more any time into it because it's like I wanted to get back to Dead Island and Warhammer. Yeah. So nice. um, I also put – I pulled down Skydrift, which is like – I, I was told someone told me it was a horrible game. I tried the demo. I actually kind of liked it. It's kind of like Blur, 
but with airplanes. So hmm. you're flying around in these cool little planes, and you're racing through this really awesome-looking environment. I mean, the, 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 the graphics on it are really, really top-notch. It looks great. And there's power-ups, like weapons and shields and repairs. And so you can shoot down other planes with guns, with rockets, um, EMPs, as you're racing. And I actually thought it was kind of cool. Um, but, it, again, it's like, man, I just bought two retail games this week. I got another one coming out in two weeks, another one a week after that. <laughs> I, I just I can't put anything into arcade titles right now. And I don't have any time to play them. So both of these games, I think these are games that down the road, if their pricing drops and they go on sale, I'll probably nab them up. But um, right now, I just can't. I can't put the money to it. It's just because they won't get played because of the other two games. But um, and also, Crimson Alliance is very strange. Um, game's free, supposedly, and I haven't quite. I have not been able to actually figure out exactly how this works. But I do know originally they were going to do. They were they were going to be a brand new pricing structure, and they have three. Um, main characters that you can play as, kind of like Torchlight had. You picked from one of three characters. But if you only... What they were going to do was the game is 1,200 points to buy the game, so it's $15. But if you wanted to... If you like, you know what? I'm only going to play as one character, and I never am going to play as these other two. You could buy the game for 800 Microsoft points and just pick which character you wanted. So you can you can buy that but you'll never get to play as the other people. Right. So if you ever wanted to, you'd have to buy the full price $15 game. So if you did buy the $10 and decide you want to play the characters, you're dumping out another 15 bucks to play as the other two. Um, so, I mean, me, I would we'll just buy the full price one. But the game on the marketplace comes up as free. Because there is and a I, trial. There, Well, it didn't even come up as a trial. It's just like it's free. I downloaded the game. I started playing it, and it's like, but if you want to unlock these characters, I mean, I still picked a character, and um, and you can go through, but I guess, you know, it keeps hitting you up with almost like ads. So it's almost like a free-to-play, and I'm wondering if this is their test into the free-to-play market, or if it's just a test of, we give you the game, because it doesn't even come up as, it's just it, it shows very different. It shows as in, like, a trial won't even show up in your gamer history, um, like on Xbox.com. But I'm going to go double check. Uh, if I, I think it shows that I played this game. So it doesn't show I played Skydrift, but it shows that I played Crimson Alliance. So that's the difference. It And it shows I have 0 of 200 achievement points. Now, my understanding is you can't get any of the achievement points. Yeah, it, it shows Crimson Alliance as played. So it's not a demo. Because demos don't appear on your gamer card. So it, it's really weird. I'm not exactly sure what they're doing. And I hope there's a flag on the field. <laughs> Sorry. The Jets just tied the game up against Dallas. Doggone it. Um, anyways. Are you, <laughs> you sure you didn't sleep by it or something? No, I didn't buy the game. When I went up, it says it's free. Huh. Um, and you go into it, then it's like, if you want to pay for this pack, or you want it, all, it's constantly asking you basically to pay. Um, but I was only in it for a couple of minutes. 
I, I didn't really dive into it because, like I said, I've been so busy with these other games. But this one does appear. So it, it's kind of strange. So I'm kind of wondering, you know, to me it makes me think that they're testing the waters of the free-to-play because they could do this and then see how many people download the free game and then how many will actually commit to buying it. So, Actually, I'm just looking at it online. So they've got the game. It shows up as free. Right. And then they have three add-on packs, a wizard, an assassin, and a mercenary for 800 each. And then there's an all-class pack right right you can you can play the game for free but i'm not exactly sure how much of the game you get and my understanding is what i've read is you you can't unlock any achievements on the free version you have to pay one of those packs so you can either buy one character or buy all three so it's kind of weird i think it's i think they're doing they're trying to experiment it's just it's you know it's so out of, out there from the norm that they're obviously trying something. So and we've heard rumors of free to play coming to consoles. So I think I think this is their this is a test for that. Yeah. You know at least to get how it works, how they can get the infrastructure, how they can build the game to allow microtransactions on Xbox Live type of thing. That's what I think this is being done for. So yeah, because we talked about this one a little bit last show. And back then, I mean, this was prior to the release, back then, at least I was led to believe that they were going to have multiple versions, and you just download the multiple versions. So it looks like this is even a little more streamlined. It does seem like it's, you know, in-game transactions, too, possibly. Right. Yeah, because you can do it, and it asks you in the game, do you want to pay for, you know, do you want to buy this? Yeah. So it's... So we'll see what comes of it. See, maybe, you know, I'm sure we'll hear if this was successful or not. Uh, well, if it's not successful, if we don't hear that it was successful, then we know it wasn't. Because <laughs> they're not going to say this was a flop. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. But uh, Well, one thing that we asked the last show, and I'll, let me ask you guys this. Okay, so you got the free game, and then it's got three races. Each race can be 800 points, which is, what, $10. Or you can get the full game of all three races for fifteen bucks. Right. Now, if you get the individual races, you you basically need to buy the other race or the full game. Now, would you buy the single race ones, or would you, or what would you want to buy and why? I'd buy the full pack. Just because ex- extra five bucks, I, I would probably. How do you know until you've played which one you actually want to play with? You well, might you can, want to try both. You can do the trial and you can see which race you want. I'd mm-hmm. rather have that option. I don't want to end up buying one for ten bucks and then go, oh man, I'd like to play this other one and I have to find out I have to pay ten bucks for that one. How about you, Fantastic? You know, I can see. I can see Wingman's point, but I probably would actually, because with most of them, whether it was Diablo or even Torchlight, um, I only played it through with one um, with one character, and usually I can pick out from the way they look what I think is going to be the one I like. 
Um, I knew it was a mage like guy for Torchlight, and I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't worried about anybody else. So I probably would pick just one and pay the 800 points to play through it. So you'd probably do the wizard for 800. Yeah, so, I mean, you said a wizard assassin, or what's the other one? It's uh, what were they? Here? They were mercenary, yeah, assassin, wizard. and wizard. Yeah, yeah be wizard. I like that kind of stuff. And the other thing that I mentioned was that I usually go for the, you know, the warrior, or the you know, the hands-on fighter guy, which I guess in this case would be the mercenary. And even though I'd probably only play this game as a mercenary, and I would never even give the wizard or the assassin uh, even a try, I would still want to have that option. So I'd still want to do the all pack myself. I just don't like being, you know... Restricted? Restricted, yeah. That's the word. Yeah, I don't like to want to pay 10 bucks and then feel like I didn't get the whole game. Because if I jump in a co-op game, I may want to play as someone else. You know, I I would probably play my campaign through as one, but if I I like to have the option to play someone else if I'm jumping into someone's campaign or a co-op game, so... Oh, so this is co-op. I didn't even know it was a co-op game. Yeah, this has got co-op. Yep. I can see that, that. Yeah, I probably would just because of that. If you know, you make it so you could flesh it out a little bit more. Yeah, I could probably. I'll probably end up buying the twelve hundred point version too. Then, since it's co-op, if it's just one that I was playing on my own, like Torchlight, I probably would just spend eight hundred. But isn't this the game too that they were giving away for free if you bought all the Summer of Arcade games? Yes. I wonder if they got the free version or if they actually got the the full version. <laughs> I tell you what, there's going to be, I'm sure they got the full version, but if they get away the free one, (laughs) that would be, you'd hear some people screaming over that. Yikes. That would not be smart. So, all right, well, okay, let's, um, let's get into, we, we're all like, what, almost an hour into our show and we're still on what we've been playing. (laughs) 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 So, and we're not done. So Colin, what have you been playing this week? (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, I've been playing Dead Island. Uh, I played Warhammer 40K, two Space Marine. Uh, I played some Magic the Gathering earlier on in the week. I uh, played some Lego Indiana Jones with my son. Um, he likes that game. Uh, he's a four-year-old, so we're, he he's doing really good with it. And it's a good game for kids uh, to kind of get into. Any of those Lego games are um, easy to move around, get used to the controls. Uh, and then Gears of War, I'm at level 98, too shy of 100. Wow. So I'm trying to finish that off, and I have not done yet because the other games have been out, and I've been wanting to play those. So before three comes out, I'm going to get that hundred, and then I'll just have one achievement left, and I can say I've completed that game. Wow, you're gonna—that's the seriously 2.0 then? Yeah. yeah, I'll just spam that last one, play <laughs> that for 18 hours or whatever it is, and get the. I'm up to twenty thousand, over twenty thousand kills, but. Still, it's going to take me a while. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay, well, I think we did have a, a Friday Night Life uh, this week. Uh, again, it was kind of, oh, hey, we're just here, and we're online, we're playing. So um, <laughs> that's what we did. Uh, and that was Dead Island. So I believe, if I'm right, if my brain hasn't failed me, Mud, it was you, myself, Hawk, and Convoy. So, and 360 Attic. 
N three sixty addict, and I know I think it was Friday night that we hopped in with Kid Kime for a moment, but he was just checking the game out, so and he was heading out, so we didn't get to play with him very long. So just a couple of minutes as we re-rated his game. It was again <laughs> we just kind of all jumped in. I think he just started it, you know, you could tell, and I don't think he realized his game was open by default. So we kind of ambushed the poor guy. Um and let's see. So that covers that. So I guess we'll just jump into our topics now. And uh, I'm going to – we're going to start out talking about Dead Island because all three of us have played this. And let's – gentlemen, let's try to make sure we don't spoil anything. Let's make sure we keep it spoiler-free. It's a very new game. But, uh, Colin, I'm going to go ahead and just let you you're, – you're our gamer of the month. Let you represent, and you can talk about the game and – Share your thoughts and opinions and what you like, what you didn't like. Okay. Um, well, it's been it's been time consuming, that's for certain, and it's been very enjoyable. I know there's been a number of nights I've been playing, and there are work nights too. I'm, I'm like, holy cow, it's two a.m. already, and and um, I'm still playing with uh, Wingman and uh, Three Sixty Addict. We've spent a lot of time together this week. Um, I think. Pre-Star, Rob, you nailed it. It's just the term of the ambiance. Um, that is very engrossing. Um, you know, as you're going through the, the resort, and you hear, you can hear a mob, a mob of zombies somewhere. You know, you hear screaming going on, of, of or a gnawing of flesh or wh- whatever it is. Or you come across and it by poolside, and then there's the body on the ground, and there's a, a there's a zombie on top of it. You know, chewing on it. You're like any place you turn, you don't know what's going to happen. And um, I think, you know, versus um, Left for Dead or um, the kind of I had I didn't play much of the uh, the other one. I can't think of what it's called. Dead Rising. Yeah, Dead Rising. I, I liked it so much more than those two games. Um, and I think the ambiance is is nailed uh, more so than in either of those. Um, just participating in it's 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 definitely not comedic by any any means it's uh it's very involved and though you there's a lot of side quests a lot of missions and i think when you get into it we've discussed this that it's it's similar to borderlands because um you have your character that you pick and it's one of four characters um and you have special abilities that you get to use and you level up those abilities uh and it can be very there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with those abilities that um, that as you get more points and you put them in there, and there's a lot of places to put points because um, not only is it just you get something, you can make it even better because you can put up the three points into even one just skill, uh, which makes it all the much stronger. So you can go real light and try to pick lots of little things, or you can really focus and make yourself really great in combat or really great – in uh, what is called rage, when you get really um, freaked out and you can just pound on people for a limited amount of time, or the other column being survival, being able to uh, pick locks or being able to maintain your weapons a little bit better. So there's a lot of depth there, and I think that's that's a big draw. Uh, and just like Borderlands, there's the loot faction. There's anytime you um, find a box or open a door a refrigerator or something else, something's popping out 
and you're like, what's going to be in there? And you're looking for that that next great weapon or weapon that you can work with to, uh, and that's even better than Borderlands. You can make your be- weapons all that much better. You got to repair them, and then you can upgrade them um, to even more damage. And then once you even get to pass that part, you can find modifications. So you can um, one of weapon that I had, I attached uh, wire batteries to it, and it made it electrical. So it does electrical damage to something to a zombie whenever I hit them, and that's. When that does go off, it's fun to watch a zombie fry and and, sh- and, and shake and, and fall apart right in front of you. I'm, I'm like, whew, you know, you're giggling with joy. You're like, oh, this is so much fun. Um, so you're enjoying it. You're moving around. And it is – I can't even say it better than just saying that it's engrossing. There's there's lots of different things going on that, that pull me into that game. And I want to play that game. And then, unfortunately, it's competing also with the Space Marine that's going on right now too. And that just makes it really hard this week. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, when I first popped the game, when I came home with both these games, I was struggling with which one do I want to play first because I really wanted to play... Dead Island was the number one of the two. As much as I like the Warhammer universe and, and those games, and I was looking forward to it, and I played that demo and loved the demo, the, the whole Dead Island thing was just like... I was hooked on this game. So I came in, I put that one in first, and I played it for a while. And right off the bat, I was kind of like, I don't know. I, it, I, I, I liked it, but it was kind of like, man, it's just this back and forth, back and forth, kind of like, you know, these RPGs tend to do, where you're running around, you go do a quest, you come back, you go do a quest, you come back. And I get tired, and I don't like those games because you're going over the same terrain constantly. But... There was something about this game that I keep, you know, it's like the more I played, the more I love it. The more, Even now, the more I'm playing it, and I've got probably, man, I've got to have 20 hours in this thing. Um, I've got to have 20 hours by now. And I still, I'm, I'm looking forward. It's like I can't wait to progress. And as much as I want to progress on the main storyline, I finding myself going and doing all the side missions, which is not, which typically is not something I ever do in this style of game. I'll, if I'm doing this, I'll go through the main stuff. I don't usually I don't go to the, the sidetrack stuff too much. I think Mass Effect I, was the one where you know you did, um, and of course Borderlands, anything I could find. But you're right when you say this. This is a very Borderlands like. I'm I'm feel the same way. To me, this this is Borderlands. Uh, with zombies, um, and you take Left for Dead, and you mesh it with with Borderlands, and then you take the maybe the customization of the weapons and the blueprints and whatnot from Left for uh, Dead Rising. You mix those three together, and I think that's you know what you have. And the game is just outstandingly fun, and it looks great. I mean, I'm blown away by how good this game looks. The city is very realistic. You're running around. You're, you're scared to run around a corner. The alleys are dark. Um, the ambiance just is overwhelming. The sound is really good. And one thing I've noticed is, yeah, there are the zombies. If I had to complain, my complaint would be like their main, their big zombies are stolen to me right out of Left 4 Dead. And I actually even call them, oh, there's a puke, you know, the, the boomer, the guy that pukes on you. Uh, I, I call them out when I see them. Oh, Boomer or uh, the uh, Charger or um, what's the other one? Um, the the 
the exploding dude. Um, but suicider, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the suicider. I just call him Sploder. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's kind of like, I feel like they they ripped off Left 4 Dead with the Charger and the Puker, you know, the Boomer. And it's kind of like, okay, those are, you know, I'm waiting for one to lash out at me with a tongue, you know, and pull me through it. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, oh, come on, you couldn't come up with something else? You know? Um, but... It's still an awesome game, and when I see that darn charger, I'm always like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta find another way to." I don't even know what he's called in this game. I don't know what they call him, but the dude in the straight jacket, the Ram, the Ram, that thing scares the crap out of me every time I see that thing. I'm like, "Oh, I'm trying to go around him any way I can," but I mean, I've had in this game, I've had to find ways to like go up, like especially you get into the city to get up on the buildings and move from building to building the best you can. And, and sometimes there's some missions you have to do that. Um, and, and and it's so cool. It's so much fun because it's like you're trying to figure out, okay, I keep going this way. I'm just getting slaughtered. Is there a way to go around these zombies? But then when you go that another way, there's just another group of them. And, and it's just – and it, it's just nonstop. And if you die – and you will die a bazillion times in this game, you lose money. Which I guess, as Rob was asking, why do you need money? I, I guess that's the the penalty. You know that they gotta have a penalty for dying because you're gonna die. There's no way you can play this game and not die. You have to have a penalty, so it's the money, and the money's important because you gotta use that to buy and repair and upgrade your weapons and all that stuff. And so um, the game is very addicting. It's very fun. Um, I can't get enough of it. I, and it looks like there's about 18 chapters. And like I said, I'm about 20 hours in, and I'm only on chapter eight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even halfway done with this game yet, and I feel like this is going to wrap up at any time because I've had so much time in it. But it's like it's one of those that I'm very glad it's long. This is like the first time I've been happy that a game is really, really long because I'm really enjoying it, and it, it exceeded my expectations. Um, I really expected to like it, and I'm, I actually love this game. Um, the, 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 the kind of stealing of Left 4 Dead zombies, that is the, that would be a complaint I have. The, uh, another one is the driving mechanic, which is, if you've played Call of War as the cartel, you'll recognize it, because <laughs> it's the exact same driving mechanic as that game. Um, thankfully, there's not a ton of driving in the game. Um, so it's not really a hindrance or anything. It's just kind of like, I wish I could have had a different viewpoint than they put in. Um, there are some glitches I have seen where I will load a checkpoint and three times in a row, it's like, well, wait, that's, that's not the character I was playing. So let me load again. Oh, wait, that's not, that's the right one, but something was wrong. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Oh, this is the wrong character. So I go and change it again. And then it's like, oh wait, this is this isn't even in the right place. It puts you so, and then you'll see on the screen it's like you're in chapter eight, but it'll come up saying loading chapter two, and and like then in the city you know that you're in, it's like, well wait a minute, chapter two, you can't be in the city if you're in chapter two. So <laughs> it's like it it's kind of goofy that way, but there's nothing game breaking that I've run across. Um, and I you know I, I maybe other people have had some issues. I know 360 addict is had some complaints, but um, 
I have personally not seen anything that's game breaking. So no, there's just I think last night was the one time I had something. We were uh, one of the things I wanted to say was that I liked the pacing of it too. Um, yes, there's lots of side missions, but as you're kind of going around, um, when you're starting off, you know, there's a zombie here, or a zombie there. And at times it gets a little tense because you might get a couple more, you know, you know four or so and stuff. Um, but then as you get fur- further along and as your experience builds up too, um, yes, the zombies in their level, they get more difficult, but the number of zombies or the way the zombies match up with you uh, becomes more difficult. Like the ram you were talking about or other ones that tend to swarm you called the infected. Um, I know and I, I, you kind of mentioned this. Uh, we had last night, you mean, um, and Comrade or 360 Attic were in a part of the town and we literally got swarmed just by these ones that were just run at you. They remind me of 28 Days, 28 Days Zombies. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not. But the kind of zombies that just sprint at you and tackle you and are coming after you. And uh, Last night I was in the house and it was dark and um, I, one of them was attacking me through a wall, and I was like, where am I getting hit from? I, like, I see this hand coming through the wall, hitting me with it. I'm like, oh, no, that's just not fair. i got to get out of here. And I, at that particular to- time, too, you had the ambience, and you, were getting, you could hear them screaming and coming at you, running and stuff. And I know that I just start running, and I know that 360 Anik was running, and, and we, had, we unfortunately left poor Wingman on his own. And we're like, you got to get over here. you got to get over here. We were worried for him. He was uh, on the roof of another building. We had climbed up on top of another <laughs> building. And here they're all swarming around below us. We're like, how is he going to get over here? And it was it was a cool moment. It was really a great moment. And I probably will never forget that moment. Um, and finally, we did meet up with you. But it was it was so tense. And it was probably one of the best parts of that game. Yeah, because then at that point, I was stuck in that swarm. And I and every time it would kill me, it would spawn me back at the same spot, and so it was like I was on my own. I had no help, and I had to try to fight my way out and get a, another way around that. And in that, I don't know what it is about that particular section that we were in. I was in it again today with another person, and the same thing happened. So there's something about that particular area on that map. That it's just mass zombie spawning. Um, I don't get it. I don't know if it's a technical issue. I don't know if it's meant to be that way. And maybe we'll find out why later on in the story. I don't know. But it is ramped up unbelievably right there for some reason. Um, without a doubt. But and it's and it wasn't a glitch. It wasn't a fluke that day. That when you and I were in there with, with 360 Attic, because it, it did happen to me today too, and on someone else, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm in the exact same spot." <laughs> what so when is you realize the spot, yeah, when you realized you were in the same spot, this started happening, and how did you feel about that? I was like, I just went, "Oh crap!" And I was telling the guy I was with, "I'm like, dude, run!" <laughs> and we could, I mean, we were trying, and it was just they were coming from everywhere, and you know, it was intense, you know, but the cool thing was, it's like, even though I die a million times, and I know, like, 360 Attic gets really mad because she loses her money and stuff like that, but I'm like, I don't even pay attention to the money, I just don't, and I'm, I don't care, I know I'm gonna die a lot of times, I'm just glad I can pop right back in at the same spot, and you don't lose anything else other than money, so I think it's a really good mechanic that they've put in, um, to just kind of keep you going, and keep it, keep everything going, and, 
you know, it works. I think it really works. In a game like this, you gotta, you can't, you know, you don't lose back to a checkpoint, which would suck in this type of game. Can you imagine if you're half, you know, trying to run oh. back to complete a mission, you died, and it's like, oh, you got to start the whole mission over? Because I've played games like that. <laughs> so I think See, they did an awesome job with this. That's the difference between a game that you finish and one that gets shelved or it's, sent back. Exactly. One gets sold in the GameStop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, they, you know, and this is a tech land. I am very impressed with this game. There are some issues. There are some little glitchy things. Their statistics don't work. Uh, when you go in and look at your statistics, I actually created a second character real quick just to pop into someone else's game. And I played that character all of like one minute. But when I look at my stats for that, it'll show that I played that character the most, even though I've been playing as a different character the entire time. So like the stats don't, for some reason, that's kind of glitchy, doesn't work. Um, I don't know. It, you know, but it, again, it's nothing. It doesn't. That's just statistics in, the, in a menu system. It doesn't break anything um, for the game. So um, I love it. Uh, the Ripper. When I got the free Ripper item, um, you didn't get anything off the bat. It, you got a blueprint. So I still had to go and get a weapon, like a bat, and then I had to go and get all the stuff to make it. But I had the blueprint already. And I guess if you didn't pre-order the game, that Ripper. I don't know if the Ripper is in the game somewhere. Um, or if it was only for pre-order people, but that was kind of a cool weapon. But I've since long since left it behind. So if you didn't pre-order it, you're not missing out on anything. Uh, it was cool at the beginning. I th- but, that's one other thing too that you're is the inventory. Um, I think they do. It's one of the best inventory systems I've come across. There's a limit for things like weapons and medicates and and stuff like that. But then for the looting purpose that all these things that you want to pick up, like wire and detergent and all these things soap. that can go into it, there's no limit. Yeah, there's no limit on soap that you could put in your inventory. And so it's nice. You could just pick everything that you come across and pick that stuff up. you got to make a choice when it comes to the weapons or the, those those damaging items. And I really like that. I've been in plenty of games where... Everything counts as an inventory slot, and I've got to manage all the little things. Like if I throw out the feathers that I got right now, I'm probably going to need them in an hour or so for something else that I'm trying to do. So do I pitch them or do I pitch the you know the the, the two-handed axe? I don't know. Um, I really like the inventory system; makes it very nice. puts You got to make some choices around the weapons, but I like being able to keep every all the little things. Yeah, it's 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 I'm. Um... It's pretty darn cool, and I'm very glad is is that about like you said, but you can carry all that crap because you gather so much of those the wires and the the barbed wire and the batteries and stuff, and you know there's so much out there to get for your to build on your your specialized and customize those weapons that it's nice that you're not limited. And the cool thing what I found out too is I just collect everything. And, like, I did this at the very beginning. I wasn't worried about customizing the weapons so much because I wanted to buy some better weapons. And I would just sell all that stuff. And you can sell it for cash, too. Mm-hmm. And you can use that to buy weapons and stuff. So very helpful. Um, but um, I don't know. Overall, I love this game. I'm going to get tremendous amount of hours in gameplay out of this. This is one of those games that I far exceeded my value for it. I'm definitely getting my money's worth. Uh, if you pre-ordered, there's going to be a DLC pack 
coming out here supposedly by the end, excuse me, by the end of the month. And it's like, I think it's called Bloodbath Arena. It sounds like it's going to be a horde mode. Um, and Colin, what do you think of that? Uh, just wave upon wave of zombies coming at you. I don't know. I'm still, I guess I'm kind of out. I've got the pre-order and I'll, I'll, I'll download it and stuff like that. Um, I think it's definitely not something I'm going to do on my own. I, I think it will kind of fall into kind of a Mad Moxie type deal. I'm curious to see if if it's just there. I don't know how much I'm going to want to play it. I think being because in the way you have an arena of zombies already in in the world because they after you've killed them and you leave for a little bit they respawn again. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of um, checked out on it right now. Yeah, I think the only nice thing about it will be that your kills will count in there. So I think there's a there's an achievement for like forty thousand kills or something like that. So th- those will count. And I don't know if we're going to get XP. I hope we do, but if we do, it might just be a nice way to grind out some XP to level yeah. up characters, um, to get kills in, and it could be fun for for a little community game or something. But yeah, I mean, there's so much to it that I don't know. It's like I'm glad it's free. You know, I don't. Have to, it'll be ten dollars if you didn't pre-order the game. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. But I, my thoughts were, they don't need to put it out so quick. I may not have this game completed by the end of the month <laughs> yeah so um because uh, also our next game we're going to talk about it's also getting a horde like mode dlc pack with the end of the month too so along when horde 2.0 hits because <laughs> gears 3 <laughs> will be out so there's all kinds of horde mode coming at the end of october uh, september but so, I don't know, Rob, what do you got any other additional comments on Dead Island? Uh, not right now. I mean, it, it's nice to hear the, the take that you guys have on it. And now, next time I play it, I, I'm definitely going to check to see uh, the Borderlands similarities. I would say get online, play with some play with some friends, too. I think the game is so much better. Uh, I mean, I've played a lot by myself, and mm-hmm. it is fun. But I have so much more fun when I'm doing the quests and missions with other people. It's, right. it's like you're all in it together. Now it's like you're not alone. You got a buddy there that's dying with you. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not as scary when somebody's dying with you. Exactly. Oh, it can still be scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So you got anything else, Colin, on that game? No, no, no. I love it. It's going. It's going great. So oh, cool. Yeah, I think it's a uh, we we can highly recommend it. Uh, it's well worth the money. It's well worth the purchase. Don't red box it. I was playing with Hawk the other day, and he's like, "I just picked this up from Redbox." I'm like, dude, because you need to go buy it. You'll never get, you know, you're never gonna be able to do anything in a day's time with this game. Um, and he he really liked it too. He was he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go buy this game." So it it everybody I've played with. Um, has really enjoyed it. I haven't come across anyone that doesn't like it. Uh, as much as I've heard 360 Addict complain about how many zombies are killing her all the time and the money, uh, she has today. She even said, "This is one of the best games I've played. I'm really glad I bought it." So I have not run across anybody that doesn't not like this game yet. Um, and Colin, I got to ask you a question. 
I'm gonna, because I'm kind of, kind of wondering. It seems like everybody seems to be playing as the same character, or there's one particular character of the four that seems to show up more than anybody else. Yes. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, the 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 Asian uh, the Asian character, the female with the, the everybody likes the sharp blades. I've seen, I play with some other people just on my friends list and stuff, and they were all her. And I was like, man, it's like triplets. Or it's like a it's like a um, uh, what do you call it? A duplicate convention or whatever it is at the <laughs> resort. <laughs> like I'm stuck in one of those commercials for the the double mint gum. Yeah, I mean, because that's the one I play as, and yeah. I don't know why. I mean, the um, I remember seeing one of them was like a firearms expert. I'm like, well, from what I remember, there wasn't a lot of gunplay in this game, so that kind of what's the point of, you know? But I just I don't know. I just thought she was kind of like might be fun to go through and playing as her for some reason. But the one thing I was I noticed that beyond that, everybody seems to be liking to play as that character. Um, it seems like we're getting more choices these days, and for some reason, off the top of my head, I can't even think of what game I recently played, but or was playing. But I also selected a female character, and I've seen other people do it. And do you think it's um? Oh, what do you guys think? Is it weird for a guy to play as a female? Or no big deal, or is it kind of cool because you're further stepping out of reality and being able, to, you know, because we like like GTA, you know, well, I, I can go and kill cops. Well, I'm not going to kill a cop in real life. I'm totally against it, but it's fun to do it in a video game, you know, it, you know, and we're seeing like you get this option of having female lead characters a little bit more. And I, oh, oh um, no, I didn't do it in Borderlands. I didn't play the character, female character in Borderlands, but I can't remember the game. I, I played some just recently. Hunted. I, you played, played the as female elf. Oh, Hunted. That's right. Um, I can't believe you forgot that already. I forgot that. <laughs> that's what happens when you get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I played... Um, oh, it was also um, Cartel, but I initially didn't oh, yeah. select the female. I was the old guy the first time through. But there you had to play all three. But oh, what do you guys think about playing a female character? I think it's great. I think it's um, it's nice to have a variety of different um, roles and um, for people to choose from. Uh, and it's not just um, they're not stereotypical um, all that much. I mean, some of the um, the roles in, in in Dead Island can be because I'm playing as the uh, the African American gentleman. Uh, who likes blunt weapons, and he's a rapper or ex-rapper and stuff. Yeah. And so there's some stereotypes there too. Yeah, I like him. I love the I love the big blunt weapons, and and that's why I chose him because I was like, you know, there's nothing better than a construction hammer taking taking down a or breaking breaking bones in the in the zombie, and I like I think that's fun. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think it's great. I think they should have. And I noticed like Gears of War Two's got two female characters you're gonna be able to play as. Um, I think they should have more variety, not just for females, but I think it's good for guys to um, uh, play some different. They have a different um, model. You don't always have to be the, the testosterone, steroid-taken uh, character as a hero. It, it should be some way different. What do you think, Rob? Uh, I, I think it, I mean, it, it 
the experience can definitely be just as good. And, you know, it's no different than a different class, I think. And plus, uh, you know, at least for me, the wardrobe uh, makes uh, the decision easier sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you read... You read books about females, right? And you you watch movies about females yeah. being a lead, lead role. What, there's no different in playing a video game <clears throat> and playing as that lead character. I guess I was thinking uh, Torchlight was one I did, too. I, I selected the female. Um, but she was the uh, – she actually – they did have guns, and she was the firearm expert in that game. And that's why I selected that. But it seems like – I don't know. I was just like – when I was playing this, I was like – I guess I got the feeling like, man, I always seem to be playing a chick lately. <laughs> and I was like, what? why is that all of a sudden, you know? You're so. getting in touch with your feminine side. Maybe. Your feminine side, yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, anyways. Well, I mean, you look at, look at some games like uh, Tomb Raider. I mean, that whole series was based on a woman, and people played the heck out of that. I never played it. <laughs> no? No, I never did. You but never... I do plan to play the new one. I think that new remake looks awesome. I, I'm definitely going to be playing that one. That looks so cool. So, but okay. Well, I can guarantee sure. I didn't play as a female in the next game because <laughs> there are yeah. no female space marines, but there are female imperial guards. Yes. So, and uh, I, I love I love the the this game. Okay, I'll go ahead and start us off on this one, and. Uh, Colin, you can cover everything I missed. Because, uh, by the way, excellent review of Dead Island, and uh, when you called in your Deus Ex one as well, I was like very impressed. I always seem to be like, yeah, I like the game; it was fun. But like when you review it, you talk about like you you just are really good. We need to get you on to do reviews all the time because you go into stuff that people want to hear about. And I'm just like, oh, the game was cool. It was fun. Buy it. You know, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> I, I don't actually review it. I just give you my opinion of I liked it or I didn't. But Space Marine 40,000, I loved the demo. Um, cool game. Go buy it. So that's it. Um, I, Moving on. <laughs> this game is uh, it's been a blast. I did go through and complete the campaign. Um, I did only play it on easy, but it still took me many hours to get through it. Uh, I love the whole – the way they've meld the third – person shooter and melee aspect was just excellent i think they did an excellent job with it they they were able to nail it that it's just fun it's so easy to go from one into the other there's not like this you know i was kind of worried there's gonna be like this hiccup or you know there's gonna be a problem going from your gun to your to your chainsword or whatnot um and and they don't it's very just fluid i guess that's the only word i can really think of to describe it um, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, you get in this surrounded by all these orcs, and it's just mayhem as you're bashing them and smashing them and slicing them with your chainsword. And then I love the fact that if you are down on health, your shield will regenerate if you hide, but your health doesn't. The only way to get your health back up is you have to dive in and melee combat only, you have to take out an orc, you have to stun him, and then you have to execute him. And while you're in that execution mode, you are vulnerable to death. And it really, again, this is a game I think amps up the whole tension 
because I've been many times I'm back and I'm just like trying to, to get that little shield regenerated. And then I'm like, oh, man, I'm almost dead. I have to go back out there and melee somebody, you know, and it's like <laughs> and it really makes it fun because you're trying to you're really trying to strategize about how you're going to get out there and not have have yourself vulnerable while you're executing somebody um, to, to getting killed. And, you know, while you're trying to recharge. So. Excellent job. This this game, I hope and hope and hope that they make a, another game because it. I would buy it. I would pre-order it. I would buy it in a heartbeat. I, I love this game that much. It is so much fun. The um, I like that as you're going through, you're picking up new weapons. You get additional abilities like marksman abilities and stuff. And there's uh, you you pick up like additional armor abilities it's it's not a lot but there's still stuff there and so you get this type of stuff as you're going on you're getting a little tougher you're you get a little bit more protection uh the enemies get harder the storyline i thought was really cool my real only complaint on the campaign is that i felt like it's a lot of elevator rides and door opening <laughs> um it just seemed like there was a lot of that on every level. Uh, why? Why is every level I'm taking an elevator somewhere? Um, maybe they use that to help load the next section because their loading screens were pretty nil. You know. Yeah, I think um, I only ran into twice where it actually stopped and said loading. Most of the other times it was very fluid. Yeah, and then even then it was really quick, even when it did gave you that loading mm-hmm. screen. So maybe maybe they liked. Did, did a lot of that to kind because of, I think Mass Effect originally did that when you were in the long elevator rides. Now, yes. these elevator rides weren't near as bad, and their story progression and the guys are talking, but it's just like, man, why am I always in an elevator? Um, it, to me, it just seemed kind of like repetitive. Um, like they could have done something different that they kind of maybe didn't put the effort in there. Um, but the story I thought was really cool because it starts out, and I'm not going to say anything because to me, and maybe it was obvious to you, Colin, but and I don't want to say what happens in the middle or how it ends, but all of a sudden it changed. And I was like, oh, cool. Wow. This, I mean, it was just like I wasn't expecting that. Um, and the way the story continued to progress, I just really enjoyed it. And, you know, there's nothing mind-blowing. There's nothing... You know, it is, I would say it's a standard shooter, but they added with the melee, just made it so much more fun. And, and I love the weapons. The melta gun was pretty cool. The laser cannon is cool. I love the sniper rifle. That's my, the, uh, the stalker bolter, I think is what it's called. Yep. Um, that is by far my favorite weapon. And I've been able to use that pretty effectively in the multiplayer. Um, so the campaign is pretty long. I found it to be a very lengthy campaign, a good size campaign that you can go back again and play. There's a collectibles that I'm running back through now trying to find the collectibles. Um, but um, the multiplayer, when I first played it, I was kind of like, eh, I was underwhelmed. And I, I thought the reason I was underwhelmed was like, man, these Space Marines are dying pretty quick. And I just couldn't seem to get the hang of it. But now that my character, I've got my guy up to like level 15, I've got some unlocks, I've got some things that. And now I'm actually able to hold my own, and I'm actually finishing at the top of my team pretty regularly, which kind of impressed me. I had I had game yesterday that I was 
number one on my team by far. And we won, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so, um, and definitely, there's only two modes to play in the multiplayer. There's Annihilation, which is Team Deathmatch, and then there's uh, Siege Siege Points, or Siege Control. I can't remember what it's called. Siege Sum. And basically, it's Capture the Flag for, <laughs> really, that's all it is. But that's the mode to play. If you want to rank up, you will gain massive amounts of points in that mode just by capturing points and defending them and i i'm getting thousands of xp compared to just a couple hundred in the annihilation so and it's a lot more fun uh, the siege mode is a lot of fun in that game so but um oh now we'll get the the, the real review colin <laughs> no i just uh, i can't agree more um and i have to kind of come at it from perspective of that I played um, I played the tabletop game, uh, both versions of the Warhammer and 40k. 40k being my favorite for a little over 10 years, and I actually kind of got out of it for the last year or so. Kind of got burnt out on it. And after playing this game um, yesterday, I went out and bought a box of figures, and I'm like, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna do this again some more because uh, it was for a person who's played it. This is the first time um, the the games come out in in um, for a space marine perspective. There was a old PlayStation or PlayStation 2 game called for the, uh, one of the races called the Tau. Uh, that was, that was alright. It was, uh, it wasn't, um, great, but it was, uh, it was not a bad first person shooter. But this is, um, for people who like the Space Marines or like that, that, um, like that background, that, the war, uh, the 40k, uh, the Games Workshop universe, it's, you're kind of giddy with excitement seeing all the little things. And I think that's really where this kind of shines is that you see all the little things like the purity seals and the very specific weapons um, and how they're used, like a bolter, the, the thump, thump, thump sound of a bolter sounds awesome. And when it takes off an orc's head and explodes in a fine red mist, that <laughs> it, it is incredible and very satisfying. And the way, I mean, the Space Marine came around back in the early 80s with, uh, with uh, a game called Space Hulk. Um, I don't know if you remember that or you saw that pre-SAR when, if you ever played that board game. I've, I've got a buddy that's got it. So I and mean, that's a classic game right there. But oh yeah, uh, that's where that's where Gears of War. That's where a lot of these big um, these big guys with big shoulder pads came from because um, that's the original um, the Space Marine and just seeing them run around. You know, I love you can run and then you can if you press the X button you do like this charge with your shoulder slam into people and, and they fly up around you as you you charge into a group of them and then you start swinging an axe uh, and it it flows so nice uh, I didn't have any hiccups especially when you see lots of people you know sometimes in some of the games you get that hiccup where they kind of uh, you, you start to run into some of the problems it doesn't do that relic the, the same company they made this game they made the the dawn of war series um, and they and I, I haven't played those. Um, but I hear that they, they they're good games. I know. What? <laughs> I know I haven't played them. Well, my PC I, I haven't I don't have a great PC uh, anymore to to do that stuff. But I think I have a decent one now. I was thinking about getting it, but um, it, they did. I I can't see why they wouldn't do another one because they did an excellent job capturing the universe, capturing the um uh, the way things look. I mean, looking at the Titan, which is this huge monstrous robot, um, oh. that with big big guns. And you're even this massive space marine that's like seven feet tall, looking up at that thing, and it's awe-inspiring. And I was like, "Wow!" Just 
just seeing it and you know reading the books and stuff like that and seeing it captured in this in this way it's 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 it, a lot of fun a lot of fun for people like it and if you don't know the universe it's a very satisfying game to play because even though yeah it's kind of it's your third person shooter without cover um there's some things there like the running and it, it, it it's real smooth and the the graphics the the term of the like the faces and the the cutscenes and even when it's not cutscenes when they're just talking to each other it's um, very crisp and clean looking animations. Um, I didn't see any kind of, you know, sometimes with the Techland with the, with the, uh, the Dead Island, the face is just kind of, it, it's not all there. There's, there is, it's, it's a little off. Um, but with, with the Warhammer 40k stuff, I mean, they, they look good. You could see the little, the pins in the guy's forehead for the, the, the denote, that denotes his, uh, his rank. Um, and it looks, it looks good. I just, I really, I've enjoyed the, the combat and the, um, the gameplay uh, with it and the variety of different things. And then getting into the multiplayer, uh, I, it's got, yeah, you know, it, it, there's not a whole lot in terms of cover, but there's some neat things there. I, one of the things I found was the teleport homer. You can have people spawn on your point very much like uh, the battlefield and stuff. And there's things you can do to work out to be a really cool um, squad game. If we had more people that were playing this, I bet you we could. You can have people carrying the heavy weapons. You can have people carrying the the lighter assault weapons and stuff. Um, it can become a, a, a really cool um, Friday Night Life or, or, or a good group game to have people together on. And I, this is one game where I can't wait for that horde mode to come out. I think it's going to be a blast. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think the concern I had was hoping to make another one is I hope they sell enough of this title. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, it came out the same day as Dead Island, and everybody is playing Dead Island. I, You're the only one I know on my friends list that's played Space Marine. And it's like, man, people are missing out. Um, and it is, it's a fun game. It's, you know, but I think I worry that this is going to be one of those, you know, maybe it's going to hit the bin early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it might just because it's it's coming out, I think, at the wrong time. And I don't know how popular the Warhammer is with gears coming out just three yeah. weeks behind it. You've, you've got, you know, there's so much coming out this in this next three months. It's just insane. And I think that's going to hurt it. Um and I, but I hope that they make enough. I hope they sell enough to make another because it is. I think the storyline is great. The the game is fun. Um, so and and we'll have to talk offline, Colin. I know you're probably gonna get done recording here and go finish the game because you're right at the end. Yeah. Um, and I'm really curious <laughs> as to what you think. Um, but there was there was some stuff at the end of it that I'm like, that's just cool. But um. Uh, in fact, the closing line was really cool. <laughs> but yeah, so I got one question for you. I got uh, one question for you. Do you think Dead Island is the the Red Dead Redemption of the of 2011? Um, I think I think Dead Island would be yeah the sleeper hit of the year for me if by far because I never expected it to be this big. Yeah. Um, Big as in how many people love it. I think this game is going to sell a lot. I think word of mouth is going to get out. Even even people who don't you know are getting tired of zombie games love this game. Um, 
I, I think this is going to be one that's going to be one of those word of mouth. I think it's going to sell well because of their trailer. I mean, the trailer came out of nowhere. No one knew who Techland was, what this game was. That trailer came out and, and put them on the map. And I think they've lived up to it because there was a lot of stuff saying, well, you know, you had this cool trailer, made it all about this feeling and sensitivity, and then it looks like it's just an action game. And it is. I mean, you know, a trailer's a trailer. You know, it's it's designed to kind of give you the idea of what the game's going to be on. And I think the trailer was awesome. Best trailer I've ever seen for any game. And it, it that sold me. I mean, that trailer sold me, even though I didn't know what the game was on, what was like. And the game itself has just impressed me beyond belief. And I think anybody that likes RPGs, anyone that likes zombie games, anyone that likes shooter games, anyone that likes action games will love this game. Definitely the surprise hit of the year. I can't think of anything else that would surpass this. Because this was a no-name, no, you know, no-name developer. I mean, Techland's done stuff, but they're not a huge name. And then they got ripped for Cartel. Yeah. <laughs> which I still liked, but it had issues. <laughs> I mean, it had some <laughs> issues, but the game I still thought was fun, and I enjoyed it. But this is even better than that. <laughs> yeah, well, two very fine selections for the week. Very, they're both excellent. Oh, uh, it's been an awesome week. And the cool thing about Dead Island is, like Warhammer, I've completed the game. I probably it's going to probably get shelved because it's going to take me probably the next two weeks to get through Dead Island before Gears comes out. Mm-hmm. And then I think I've got like one week, and then Rage comes out. And Rage is supposed to be a really long one, too, which I think is going to be, you know, a lot like what Dead Island is, except that it's not zombies. <laughs> you know, well, who knows? They may have zombies in there somewhere, but mutant zombies. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be more Borderlands <laughs> environment, but still this type of game. So, you know, they've already said it's going to be 20 plus hours, I think, for their game, too. So <laughs> got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work. <laughs> oh, and I will say the Dead Island, it grosses my wife out. She told me tonight, she started to walk in and she goes, are you playing that gross game again? I'm like, yep. <laughs> and she turned around and walked out. And she goes, and I said, I don't remember what she said. She goes, well, this is disgusting. And I'm like, you need to play something else. I said, well, I just got this. You know, it's my new game. And she's like, well, you need to get another new game so you can play something else. And I'm like... Two weeks, babe. Two weeks, and then it's going to be Gears of War, where I'm still chair. I'll be chainsawing people in half. <laughs> yeah, she'll love that. And then she'll tell me the same thing. Oh, this is just as gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, well, dear. And next week, a new game comes out called Rage. <laughs> Maybe it won't be as bad. <laughs> uh, I don't think she's going to approve of anything for a while. Let's see, what do I have got? Because I got Gears on September 20th, Rage on uh, October 4th, Forza on October 11th. So she, she can watch that one. She can watch me race. There you go. <laughs> so, but, all righty. Well, I think we covered um, good games. Both games are excellent games. I I don't think you'll be disappointed if in either title. I, I highly recommend both. Um, but if you can only play one, I would have to say Dead Island. Um, 
it just gives you more. It's going to give you a lot more gaming. Um, Warhammer is fun, but if I could only pick one after playing both, I'd have to say Dead Island would, would be my pick. Um, what about you, Colin? If you could only you played both, if you could only have one, you, could, you you had to recommend which one to buy to someone who could only buy one game. Which one would you say? I would. Gosh, it's so hard uh, because <laughs> I am <know. laughs> so attached to the Warhammer Forty Thousand because of just my experience with it and have, have participated, but. For all around, um, the Dead Island is so in-depth and so engaging. Um, I, I, I'd have to recommend Dead Island to anybody I met. Um, and I said, you know, and if you got extra money for another one, you definitely need to get Warhammer 40000 But, right. yeah, Dead Island. All right. So go out and get it today and join us because it's fun. It is absolutely fun. All righty. Rob. Mr. Yes, Mew, sir. how about you? You chime in here. I know you got some stuff to talk about this week. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, a while back, EA rolled out that little not-so-controversial thing called the online pass. I say that sarcastically. Because I know we've spent a considerable amount of time here talking about the online pass and how much uh, we love and don't love it. And uh, just a little recap... The online pass is basically geared towards people that get games secondhand that uh, they have to fork out another 10 bucks approximately, and then they can get the features of, uh, of the full game or the, of the game that a person that bought the game new would get. So, you know, this thing's been going on for a while. How long has it been going on? What, about four months now? No, it's been out longer than that. I think it's been over a year. Really? Yeah, the EA Online came out. It had to be at least a year ago. Online Pass? Yeah. That seems like, I guess time flies when you're having fun, huh? Oh, we've had this thing around for, I mean, it, like, because even Mass Effect 2 had the Cerberus network, okay. which was essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't Battlefield, didn't, I mean, Bad Company 2, didn't that have, I thought that had kind of a similar thing. With uh, being able to get on and being able to play the multiplayer, didn't it? Or was that just, um, gosh, was it being, I don't remember, I'm sorry. But there was something similar with that. There's, I'm trying to look up, um, whoops, that's the wrong one. Trying to look up on the Wikipedia, but it doesn't seem to have any information on the EA Online Pass. Let me look this way. Because I know, like, Crisis 2 had it, um, or they were going to have it. I I don't think they did, but they were the first game when they first announced it way, way back when they were developing it. But, I mean, we've had... Who's had it? I mean, every game I can think of it had EA for the last year or so, has had this EA Online Pass. Yes? No? Did I lose everybody? Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what was that again? I'm wondering if we're having a technical problem, because all of a sudden I got quiet. Did, Colin, are you still Did there? We, I think we might have lost him, maybe. 
We may we may have lost our gamer of the month. Mute. Oh, I was on is. mute. There he is. And I was trying oh. to get back. <laughs> Sorry, folks, for that technical difficulty. No, all of a sudden it just got real quiet on my end, and I'm like, did I just yeah. get everybody dropped off? No, I know. I don't know how. I'm trying to find out when this first came out. Um, does this? Let me look up a story here on this. Because it's been it's been a while since we first started talking about it. He set out but last I, I, May to combat it. Last May, I don't think that was 2011. That was that had to be 2010. Wasn't it? Wait, what was the? F- didn't uh, Tiger Woods have it? But wasn't that one of the first ones? Um. Mortal Kombat 3, uh, the, it's since been adopted by Mortal Kombat, Dirt 3, Resistance 3, Driver San Francisco are just a few of the examples, um, but I believe it was May, May of 2010 sounds about right. It, I know it, it was last year. Okay, well, whatever the case about might this be. for a long time. Yeah, we, I mean, we've been talking about it on, on quite a few shows, and, you know, it's... It, it's got a little bit of a history as to like why they why they did it and all and you know who they're trying to engage and whatnot. So a, a question was asked as to how successful it basically was so far, and the CFO uh, Eric Brown, uh, I believe he's the CFO of EA, he said that uh, it hasn't been dramatic in terms of how much revenue it's generated, but it's somewhere in the 10 to $15 million range. It's like, come on. that's. I mean, for these guys, I guess that's nothing. But still, I mean, that's 10 or $15 million more than you had before or that you would have gotten. I mean, it's, it's, it's like gravy, I think. Well, that's what. That so, means if it's – that's what, another million gamers – so it's, well, you a mil- figure- it's like a million sales then of your games that you didn't sell retail, so you're making ten dollars. So it's a million to a million and a half people. Well, it depends too. So yeah, it's it's one to one and a half million, um, I guess, online pass engagements, if you want to call it that. So technically, one copy. If it's gone through the the resale market, it could have gone you know a couple times. Okay, so you get an online pass as a freebie the first time through, right? When it's brand new and shrink, then right. that person finishes the game, you know they sell it off. The next person, you know they have to buy you know the ten dollar online pass. You know they play it for a couple weeks, they get rid of it. So I mean you have one copy that now could generate. You know, who knows, like another 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't look at it that way. They look at it that they've lost out the $60 for the second sale and for the third sale and for the fourth sale. Yeah. They're only making the $10 off the resale, but it's $10 more than you would have, and I still have the right to sell my game to somebody if I want. You know, it's just, it's irritating. But I think it just shows they are making money. I mean, that's, you know, one and a half million people have paid the money for the online pass who obviously bought the game used. So that means it's not going away. There's there's an article on it on uh, 1UP 
that had an interesting little snippet here where the the CFO refers to that money as found revenue. It comes from users who consumed bandwidth for free in the past. Nice. Makes them sound so evil. Yeah. Well, they are. TA. Yeah. <laughs> the company. Well, I mean, but the users, users who've consumed bandwidth. Oh, <laughs> how dare you play the game that you paid for? Yes, you user. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. How dare you play that game that you paid for, but not to us? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. that just means that everybody else is going to be doing it, and. I mean, THQ's doing it. I think Ubisoft's now going to implement it. I think they said with their next Assassin's Creed, it's going to have uh, an online component like that, I thought. Uh, hopefully I'm not thinking wrong, but I thought I read that. So I know uh, you know Ubisoft's going to be in there, and Activision's definitely going to do it. So, I mean, why wouldn't oh, Absolutely. I would, I would expect absolutely. to see it on their on Modern Warfare 3. They're just not talking about it. <laughs> you know, they're not charging you, but if you buy it used, you have to pay. Yep. So, I mean, I, I'm surprised. Uh, if they don't do it, I'd be really surprised. So I'm surprised we haven't seen it from Activision yet. 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 I, I mean, yeah, it's got to come. So, you know, I, I remember us kind of talking about how that, you know, this whole online pass thing was going to be kind of like uh, testing the waters. And I think the waters have been tested, and it's been successful for them. So now they're full steam ahead going into it. Yeah. No. It stinks. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) What do you can do? Well, one thing you don't want to do, and that's download free content or steal from Xbox Live Marketplace. Oh, yeah. Because you will be banned. The ban hammer will get dropped on you. Uh, Microsoft Microsoft recently suspended a small group of people for what it's called marketplace theft. And according to the official Xbox forums, uh, the post uh, in the the forums, a Microsoft representative says that it recently discovered certain users illegitimately accessed Xbox Live marketplace downloadable content and that further investigation revealed that this was international or intentional, not accidental. So they have brought down the ban hammer on those people. So um, my my thoughts or my understanding, they don't really go into it, but my guess is, oh, there's a free game being released. And I remember the game had something was had something to do with these little blue blobs or something that you would move around or you had to direct these little blobs across the screen. But the game was released like in in somewhere in Europe for free, and everywhere else had to pay ten bucks. And I know people were making counts like from other countries in order to download the free game. Oh. And I'm betting you that that is exactly what they're targeting. That's my thoughts. What they're targeting because I don't. I mean, you know, hey, if I'm sitting here and I'm on the marketplace and I see something that's free, like a free lightsaber, I'm gonna download it. How do, how do I personally know if they've got a mistake on their side or not? If a marketplace says it's free, 
why well, of course I'm going to grab it. I grab stuff off there all the time. There's all kinds of free content. So I can't I don't think it's that type of stuff. I think it's people like I said because you know the intentional not accidental and you would have to intentionally go and create a second account with an address in another country to be able to pull that free content. Right. So and that what they're saying is that breaks the terms of service. So So don't do it people. Don't steal. So, all right. Stealing's bad. <laughs> it's bad, McCarr. That's what my mama always told okay. me. <laughs> Stealing's bad, McCarr. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Rob, what's our last story here? Okay. Um, one other thing wanted to mention, and I think we talked about this again, like last episode or the episode before, is uh, years ago there was a game called Syndicate which is pretty cool. It was kind of it was like a futuristic mob sci-fi kind of game where you'd have these, these little guys walking around, they'd go into buildings and shooting each other and stuff. It was a really cool game. It came out about 15 years ago. And the game is being redone, or I think the official word is a, it's a reboot of, uh, of the game. And it's being turned from like a, a top-down city view type of a game to a first-person uh, shooter. And uh, from the screens that are that have been coming out, it looks pretty good, and uh, it's being released by EA sometime in the hopefully near future. So it'll be interesting to see exactly you know what they do with this franchise since the first uh, series of games are, are totally awesome. Syndicate Wars, I think, was the name of the game, wasn't it? I think that was a sequel to it. Oh, okay, so Syndicate was... There was a couple different, I thought, a couple different Syndicates. So I think I played this back on the Amiga 500. <laughs> yeah. So That yeah, sounds about right, because, uh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, wiki states, let's see, um, it is the first time, let's see, Syndicate is an isometric real-time tactical game from Bullfrog Productions back created in 1993. It's the first, yeah, it is the first title in the Syndicate series. An expansion pack, Syndicate American Revolt, and a sequel, Syndicate Wars, have also been released. The original game and expansion was re-released in Syndicate Plus back in 96. So, but I remember playing this, yeah, back on like my Amiga. Yeah, Amiga, Amiga. Yep. Mega CD32, PC Max, Sega Drive, Super NES, 3DO, Atari Jaguar, Acorn, Archimedes, and NEC PC 9801. <laughs> Those are the platforms. It's quite a few. Couple two tree. Yeah, but that game was awesome. It's awesome for the times. Hopefully that uh, reboot, you know, will stay true to the form and have the same kind of feel and everything. Uh, well, and it just doesn't turn into like another, just another first-person shooter. I think, well, change. I think it is. It's going from a real-time tactical game to a shooter. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it reminds me of like XCOM, you know? Yeah. Oh, great, yeah, that's right. A, a time, a turn-based strategy game that was awesome, and they're turning it into a first-person shooter that looks horrible. So, yep. 
So, but let's hope that this one turns out to be better. Cross our fingers and so. hopefully it won't be another Duke. We'll yeah, no good. That. <laughs> okay. All righty. Colin, did you have any anything that you'd like to add to the topic section or stories or share with the community or I, I do not right now, uh, but thank you very much for asking. I don't want to keep us any longer, too, because uh, I know why gabbing has kept us at over two hours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? On that note, we'll skip we'll skip the Guinness tonight, um, even though everybody – I wasn't here last week to do it, but that's all right. They'll just tune in next week. So I'll be in high ant- anticipation. <laughs> um, I don't think we had any – we didn't have any voicemails this week. We didn't have any emails. I don't nope. think we had any posts on the forums. Nope. I guess we just, I mean, we lost all, man, I really did tick people off. No one, no one's even writing us questions anymore. I think everybody's been playing, busy playing video games. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to write into us. They're busy playing, exactly. So, well, I guess we're done then. <laughs> it's as quick as that was. <laughs> um, well, uh, go okay. Well, Colin, thank you very much. Um, before we shut the show off, is there anything else that you had overall for anything? Um, I would like to say thanks to everybody. Uh, you really made um, everybody I've had an opportunity to play um, games with it made it an even better experience for myself. And I'm always looking um, to play with more people. So. Uh, if you don't, if, you, if we haven't played yet, feel free to give me a holler at Mudtastic. And uh, I have room on my friends list for folks. I'm always looking for a good time. Well, that, that didn't sound good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about video games, of course, and not anything really bad or horrible. Right. Okay. Yes, that was just wrong. But uh, no, I've had a great time with everybody, and I really appreciate it. I think what I'm going to do is go back and play Duke Nukem, and when you get the whiteboard there, <laughs> you get the marker, I'm going to say, for a good time, call. Yeah, call. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and just watch. watch. Don't turn your back on him, though. He, he, he tends to stab you. See, and I know I did get stabbed, too, when I died in Dead Island the other day. It's kind of funny I didn't put that to, together until you talked about tonight how you and 360 Attic left me. <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't know how I didn't pick up on that one and call you out, but all right. you're too busy running from the zombies yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, help! All right. Well, anyways, thanks again for joining us and being our gamer of the month and being a <coughs> excuse me part of the community and check him out. Add him to your friends list. He's a great person to play with. Oh, uh, if you oh boy. Whew. My pleasure, and thanks for having me on, too. I do, I do appreciate it. All right. Well, with that, we will end this week's show. Um, the, to check us out online, our website is thisxboxlife.com. You can email us at contact at thisxboxlife.com. We have a YouTube and a Facebook and a Twitter and a Zazzle. Uh, well, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter are all... Of course, youtube.com forward slash this Xbox Life. Same with Facebook and Twitters. Just add this Xbox Life after the end of it. Uh, Zazzle and Cafe Press, I believe, are both zazzle.com 
forward slash Sexbox Life, and the same with uh, Cafe Press. You can get our T-shirts and stuff from there. If you'd like to call and leave us a voicemail, that number is 224-698-XBOX, 224-698-9269. And uh, uh, thanks again for listening, and I am Wingman709 and taking off. And Rob, also known as Star, I'll catch you all later. And I'm Mudtastic. Thanks for having me on. The quiet hand, just a 